Are we live? We're live. Hey, everybody. This is Stephen Key. Yeah. Andrew's gone, and I'm going to answer some questions today. In fact, I'm so excited to be here, but you have to realize I'm only going to be here for 30 minutes because I have a class to teach. So I'm going to get to some of these questions, but I want to thank everybody for typing in your questions early. So thank you for doing that. Can everybody hear me? Raise your, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. And I want that like button. So I want to see what's going on. In fact, I want more likes than Andrew gets. So don't forget, I want the likes more than Andrew. In fact, if I'm, if I do such a good job, I'm kicking Andrew out. There you go. I said, don't tell him I said it. Okay, I want to talk to, I want to start with Joy, Joy, Joyful, what is it? Joyful, I got the pictures are so small here. Joyful, let's talk about that. You got a rejection. Congratulations. You got a rejection. That's fantastic. Keep on getting more. Collect the no's. Keep on getting more and more rejections. Joyful, you're doing the right thing. And if you keep on getting those no's, there's a good chance you're going to get a yes. But let me tell you something. If for some reason you're getting no after no after no, and you're never getting a yes, you might need a little help. So don't hesitate to reach out to us, okay? All right. Um, yes, they can hear me. That's great. Okay, I want to answer um, the good doctor. I love the good doctor. Okay, the good doctor. All right. Um, I have to tell you, don't go around somebody. Just don't do that. They know. They're small offices. When an idea comes in, and for some reason that person avoids you or doesn't get back to you or rejects you, don't go to to the other person in the office. In fact, they're probably looking at each other and going, who is this guy getting around us? Don't do that. I've been told within these companies that if you try to get around them, know what it says to them? You're not a team player. And so they don't like that. They will not talk to you. So please do not do that. The good doctor. Yes, it is very insulting. Don't do that. Okay. You guys, you know what I want to talk about a little bit until we get to some of these questions? I want to talk about this afraid. But more than that, I want to talk about trust. And I want to ask you, do you trust yourself? Now, what do I mean by that? Do you trust yourself? I think a lot of people that are watching this and a lot of people that reach out to us, they just don't trust themselves. Because maybe they've, maybe they've done something in their life and they failed. You know, maybe they, were, they signed up to do a, a gym membership and they stopped going. Or maybe they went down and they were doing some other type of program and they quit early. Or maybe you just have a, a track record of not completing things. So you know deep down you don't trust yourself. So I'm here to tell you that's normal. You know, a lot of people, we don't all complete everything. And sometimes we give up. And And I'll tell you, I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've given up many times on things. But what I have learned, that if you know you're the type of personality that needs someone to keep you going, and that could be your wife, that could be a friend, that could be a mentor, that could be our coach at InventRight for all if you need someone to keep you accountable, if you need someone to make sure you're showing up, if you need someone there, then get that person. 
right? Because not all of us are self-starters. Not all of us magically can just do everything day in and day out without getting tired or getting discouraged or trying to give up. I remember when I first started out, the person that helped me was my mentor, Steve Askin. And I remember when I went to him, I was a little tired and I know I was probably getting a little worn out. And it was perfect timing because he saw that he knew I wanted to do it and I was, wasn't very good at this at all. But he, he gave me the confidence to keep going. So find that person that can keep you on track. Because just because you failed at one thing doesn't mean you're going to fail at the next. I also know this. You're going to find a lot of rejection when you're doing something courageous. And that's what you're doing. You're reaching out to companies. You're doing something really bold. And of course, you're going to get rejected and you're going to feel alone sometimes. You're going to feel like, hey, I can't do this. I'm not worthy. You're going to think of all these things in your head. I'm not capable. But if you stay on the roadmap and if you have someone there that can help you stay on that roadmap, take that leap. You can do it. And don't expect for you to complete it all at one time. And maybe you'll drop off and come back to it. But I do know one thing. If you don't attempt to do this stuff, you're going to regret it. You're going to look back and go, you know, I should have, could have, would have. I should have done something. Don't do that to yourself. Try hard and find someone that can keep you on track. Some, someone that's going to keep you accountable. Okay. Um, I never trust myself. Wow. There you go. Harry, I'm glad you said it. I didn't realize um, that was such a big deal. Right. I, I didn't realize that, but it is a big deal. And you're going to probably need someone to keep you on track. And if you know that about yourself, make sure you find that person. Right. Just don't don't do it at all. Find that person that's really going to keep you going. I think it's a great thing, you guys. OK. All right. What do we have here? Um uh, let's see. Let's go back. Let's talk about Dave. Dave's up there. He's wondering about PPAs. He's wondering about the background, and he's wondering about prior art. Um, I asked James. He's he's the guy that writes all my PPAs, and I do know that he writes them. You guys, and the background. It's just the background doesn't mean. First of all, the background doesn't mean anything. Okay, so it just kind of sets the tone. Okay, but. I don't want you to, I think you can talk about prior art, but not really not really pointing out the products so much say, but in general terms, you might want to say, look, there's not a product that does this, or maybe there's not a product that solves this issue, but don't actually call out those, those items or those things in the marketplace that don't do what you do. I wouldn't ever reference um, in your provisional patent application, any prior art. I think it's a bad mistake. I've heard it can, can go against you. But I'm going to say something else. Dave, Dave, listen to me here. This is what I want you to do. It's really simple. I want you to purchase Smart IP, right? You have to. Smart IP was written by Gene Quinn, patent attorney Gene Quinn, uh, law professor. He has the most popular blog in the United States. He's a good friend of mine. This guy is smart. And I told him, because I used to teach the writing PPAs, and I'm not a patent attorney, and I think I've done a pretty good job. Of course, James doing all the work, me just telling him 
kind of what I want to do. I know it changes listening to this. So I think it's kind of funny for me to point that out. But the point is this. Um, smart IP, we went to Gene Quinn and said, look, I want a program. I want a software that can help more and more people because I don't want to be teaching this all the time. And, and I think I can do it the right way. But I want a professional to do this. So he built this program called Smart IP for us. It took him a year. He already had a program that he was selling everywhere. And even the big guys were selling this $99 type of provisional software, but it wasn't good enough. And he knew I knew it wasn't good enough. And he said, Steve, what I'm selling now is, is not good enough for your students, for your members. So he said, look, let me give me some time. In fact, he said, can you give me a year? A year? Like a year? He said, yeah, I need a year. So if you're really serious, everybody's listening to me. If you're really serious about to learn how to write a provisional patent application that really is good, I highly recommend purchasing Smart IP because Gene's going to ask you these questions. You're going to watch these videos, and he's going to show you exactly how to write a provisional patent application that's truly magnificent. So just don't, don't do it yourself. You'll make some mistakes. Have Gene help you, okay? Uh, okay, Veronica. What is Veronica have? Franca says, thanks for doing the video with the cost breakdown. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. I think that was really interesting. Someone had asked, Steve, what do your coaching programs cost? So I did a video um, with all the different coaching programs. And then Andrew did a great one for the one that's up there now, our, our learning management system. It's called the do-it-yourself. I call it the coach. Your coach 24-7, your coach seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Um, that program is $29 a month. $29 a month? That program, that was the program all our members had at InventRight. That program alone has more information on product licensing than you'll find anywhere in the world. That program has the most comprehensive information on product licensing, over 300 hours of videos, samples of licensing agreements, samples of sell sheets. That thing is remarkable. You guys, you can't even go through all of it so much. If you don't see the value in that, go play golf, do something else. But if you if you really want to test this out, join. It's $29 a month. And if you don't like it, bow out. But it's great value. All right. Let's see. What do we have here? We got Mike. Mike, Mike wants to watch um, Wheel of Fortune. Mike, this is your Wheel of Fortune. This is Wheel of Fortune here. You don't need to watch that. In fact, tape it. But you can watch these later because I think these um, these are all recorded, so you can watch these later. So anyway, thank you for saying that, Mike. And I know you're you come out, you come. I've seen your I've I've seen you message us on some of these um, videos before. All right, let me move this over here, James, so I can actually see some of these questions. Uh, let's see. Okay, Mike, what happens if your patent claim is rejected by the USPTO? Great. And it keeps getting rejected. Okay, great. Can the product still be sold without any cease and desist, desist action? Okay. All right. <clears throat> Let me explain how this works. Let's say you file a provisional patent application. Fantastic. You file it. And within that year, you're, you're pitching your idea and you think you've, your product has legs. So then you want to file a non provisional patent application. 
that's when you're going to start spending the big money. So you have a patent attorney or a patent agent. They write it for you. They file it at the USPTO. And then you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait. And then this little patent examiner, one out of 10,000, some little cubicle, who knows where they are, is going to look at it. He's going to reject it. And he's going to reject it every single time. It drives me crazy because I think they get bonuses if they reject it. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but they reject it all. All of my, you guys, just so we're clear on it, all of these patents, which is about a half a million dollars, I think, all of those patents were rejected three times. Now, there's a game being played here. And the game that's being played is that the patent examiner rejects it. Your patent attorney charges you I don't know, $2,500 more to write something back. And it, it goes back, back and forth, back and forth. Everybody's making money but you. So what I would highly recommend, tell your patent attorney, do, a, do an interview, an, an interview with the patent examiner to find out how do you overcome those rejections. If your patent attorney is not doing that for you, he's doing you a disservice because all he wants to do is click those fees. If he has an interview with that patent examiner, you won't have all those rejections. So yes, can you still sell it? Of course you can still sell it. You know, just make sure that whatever you're doing doesn't infringe on somebody else. And just because it's got rejected, doesn't mean there's a, there's a patent that's valid. It could have been rejected because there was a patent 100 years ago that he's referring back to his prior art saying, hey, look, that patent was 100 years old. It's pretty close to what you're doing. So I'm going to reject yours. But if they're rejecting your idea on a product or a patent that's currently valid, then yes, you might want to think twice, but look at it very carefully. In fact, that's actually a pretty good question, James, even though the whole system makes me go nuts. Okay, um, I'm not afraid of failing. I just, oh, okay, there's joyful. What else is going on? Okay, information about, oh, chat, um, GPT, AI, copy. Um, yeah, hey, Richard, let's talk about chat, um, GPT, and AI, and everything else. I think it's amazing, right? And it's just going to get better. I think you could probably write your your one sentence benefit statement. I think you might for prior art. I've sent it over to James to do some more, uh, uh, you know, more things for uh, for Chat GP, um, G, but GPT is that what it's called? And he hasn't gotten to it yet because <laughs> I want to know if you can look for prior patents that way. I also want to know if you could write a one sentence benefit statement that way, which I think you can. I mean, you can come up with titles, but you guys realize this. All that information that's being pulled from the internet, it might be bad information too. Because there's a lot of stuff on the internet that's just not accurate. So you have to really look through it, read it, make sure there's some good stuff in there. But I like it. I also know this. If you're going to create some new idea using some of this AI, make sure it's private. That's what I would do. I think it's a great tool. I think it's a, a great tool for people like myself and like you that's very curious, but just be careful with it. I think it's going to get better. I absolutely love it myself. All right, but I'm not using it because I don't need it. Um, let's, let's see this, Marvin. 
Marvin says, I think that's something I'm afraid of, the possibility of selling, of settling for less than what my idea is really worth. Marvin, that's, is that truly a problem? I don't think that's a problem. Um, will you get less? Depends if you have someone helping you. If you have someone that really knows the business terms, that really knows how to leverage what you have, that has a lot of experience at it, you'll do fine. If you do it yourself, yes, you'll get less. And yes, you probably should worry worry about it. I hate to say that. God, was I laughing when I said that? So don't do that. Find someone, maybe us, maybe somebody else that really understands the business terms of a licensing agreement and make sure you're doing all the right things to get the highest royalty rate. Right. If you're not if you don't have good marketing material or if you don't know your point of difference compared to other products or or maybe your PPA isn't done very well. I mean, there's all these things or maybe you don't understand how to manufacture. Maybe everything maybe you're just beginning and you really haven't learned to leverage these things. So when you get in front of a company. You're prepared when you get in front of a company. You, you've done all the right things, so it gives you leverage to get a, a better deal. So it's a good question, but don't don't think you can do this all by yourself and expect the best deals. You're going to need some help. Okay. Uh, oh, these are good ones. Where is Andrew? Harry? Andrew's on vacation, Harry. That's where Andrew is. Andrew's on vacation, having a blast someplace and enjoying himself. So I, I would take over today. Why, you don't like it, Harry? Tell me. You don't like it? Anyway, thanks. Uh, let's see. I have a medical patent presented to a big company. This is John. John, I have a medical pa patent presented to a big company. They told me they were very interested, but haven't replied with a yes or a no. Hmm. Would you be able to offer it to other companies at this point? That's a good question, John. Um, if that company you've sent it to and you know they're spending money, right? Maybe they're building prototypes. Maybe you're doing focus groups. Maybe you're doing feasibility studies. Maybe they've invested even mentally into this thing. And then you go ahead because they've taken so long. You've gone ahead and go out and you show it to another company and you reply back to those guys. Hey, sorry, I licensed to somebody else. Is that fair? Yeah, that's absolutely 100% fair. Will you be able to submit another idea to that company you just burned? No, they're done with you. So the goal is how do you how do you navigate those waters? Well, you could ask that company that's sitting on it for a while. You could say, look, just want to circle back. What's going on? What are the issues? But you could also ask them, hey, if you're really interested in this, um, maybe let's talk about a holding fee. Right, a holding fee is where they they pay you per month to hold it back from the market. It's pretty common in some industries, and that way you're not just waiting, tooling your thumbs. I, I think having an option is not a bad thing, John. And sometimes that's hard to negotiate that part. Ask depends on how long they've been sitting on it. Depends on how big the company is. But I'll tell you, if they sit on it for too much longer, time is money. And if you filed in the intellectual property and the clock is ticking, that's not great either. So you need to make a call and be kind about it. 
and then basically tell them, look, you know, how long is it going to be or how much longer do I expect? Or better yet, ask for a holding fee. But no, be very careful when you're playing two companies at the same time, because at the end of the day, you want to be able to go back and, and, and never burn a bridge. You never want to burn a bridge. You want to go back and say, hey, look, you guys, fantastic. And um, maybe it didn't work out this time, but I'll come back around with another idea. Don't ever burn a bridge. It's too small of industry. And I'll tell you another thing, too. All these people in these industries, they go from one job to the next to the next, but they always stay in an industry. So never burn a bridge. It's just not worth it. And always be honest with people. If they ever ask you, are you shipping it? To, are you showing it to other companies? You can tell them yes, if you are. Um, if they ask who, never tell them who. Tell them you're under NDA. No one wants anybody kissing and telling. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, God, good, good questions, guys. Uh, I'm one step closer to reaching out to the manager of the marketing and creative, Mr. Key. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. M. Savage. Good for you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, should, should I present it to another company at this point? Yeah, John, I just answered that. Provisional patent secure and sell sheet is done. Thanks. Good for you. Right on. Get in the, get in the, you, you guys, you know what it is? I want you to get out there. I want you to, to see what this is like. I don't want you to sit on the sidelines, but realize that if you need help, and you're probably going to need help. Everybody does. I have help. If you need help, don't hesitate to get it. Don't wait too long. I know a lot of people that wait too long, and when they finally get it, the deal has fallen apart. Or they signed a bad licensing agreement. They were trying to save a little bit of money, and everything just went bad. Do not let that happen to you. Okay, what's what's your book, One Simple Idea About Harry? Come on. Come on, Harry. You know One Simple Idea. One Simple Idea is really a, it's a book about uh, licensing ideas. It's a simple story. It's the foundation of things I've been teaching. We've sold a lot of copies. It's almost It almost has 1,000 five-star reviews. It's been translated in five different languages. It's even being used in, as a textbook in some universities. One simple idea sells every single day. It gives you the foundation of product licensing. So I think it's pretty good. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I like it. Yes, I like it. I just asked where he is. Andrew, you know, you got to give him a break every once in a while. And he, he wanted me to leave you. You know, he didn't even tell me. He tells me on Friday he's not going to be here. Okay, everybody needs a break. But he doesn't tell me to fill in for him on Monday, and I don't want to leave you guys hanging. So that's why I'm here. And that's why i got to go a little short today because I've got something else I have to do. But I wanted to come on and say hi to everybody. I also want to say this, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching our YouTube channel. We almost have 70,000 subscribers. Thank you so much. And make sure if you haven't subscribed, subscribe, tell your friends, give us a thumbs up, but keep on watching. I'm trying to hit 100,000. Guys, it's only taken 10 years, you guys. You know how long it's taken? Almost 10 years. That's ridiculous, but we're going to keep doing it. Okay. And almost 1,000 videos. You got to be kidding me. 1,000 videos? Steve, you're, you're out of your mind. Yes, I am out of my mind. Okay, what else you got here? Um, are there any sports apparel manufacturers in the U.S.? I doubt it. Maybe, maybe down in Los Angeles. There used to be an area called the Garment District down in L.A. God, but come on, the labor. 
um, you're probably going to find, um, I think, fabrics, apparel. Mexico is a good bet. China, nah. Um, some other countries, yeah. I'd go to Mexico. I think they do a pretty good job. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, this whole follow-up. Um, I want to talk about following up with the company for just a minute. These companies take a long time to get back to you. It drives me crazy. I'm sure it's driving you crazy too. Don't bug them. Do something else. Give them a couple weeks. Give them three weeks at most. Circle back around. If they haven't got back to you, circle back around. Be a polite pest. You've got to keep your project on the top of the pile, but be a pro at this. Don't go around them, but work on other stuff. And don't wait by the phone. And don't wait for these guys to get back to you. There's a lot of work to do, so don't do that. Uh, working hard. God, look at all these questions. Uh, what If you have a patent and a marketing material, what InventRite program do you recommend? Billy? Is that Billy? You guys, you don't want to get all the time. Um, Steve, I'm further along. I'm a little bit further along. I'm a little bit further along. I get that all the time. I got to laugh. No, you're not. You think you are, but you're not. I like that you file a patent, right? And I'm, I let you have a patent. I'm glad you've done a sell sheet or whatever, but you're not further along. At InventRight, we have people that have been with us for 10 years. We have people that have licensed over 20 ideas. The Smithsonian, the U.S. Army. We have governments. We help people at different ranges very, very rarely. In fact, we won't even take someone that's not further along. Isn't that weird? Because you're not. You think you are, but you're not. Because like anything else, it takes practice. Your marketing material, your, your marketing material, your copy, your everything you're doing, you have to do it repeatedly for years before you really get at the highest level. Let me tell you what happens. When everybody starts out, they're at this one level. We're all here, we're on one level. And then after three or four years, you're at another level. And then maybe after five, six, seven, maybe 10 years, you're at another level. So when you're just starting out, you file a a PPA or have a patent, you're here. And we have people that are here that are still with us. So when I hear that all the time, I kind of go, oh, no, 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 you're not done. So I think you can jump into our program anytime. And here's the thing too. We look at everybody that comes in. We evaluate how much time do you have, what industry you're in. We really try to cater our program to what your needs are so you can grow and excel at this business. Right. Here's the other thing, too, you guys. Um, on your second call, when you when you join us on that second call, I'm on that call. Why am I? Why am I on that call? Because I want to make sure everybody's got everything lined up. You're you're ready to work. You've got a good roadmap. I'm going to help you with the roadmap. The coach is right there. And then I'm going to follow up later to make sure you're getting it all done. That's that trust. I want you to realize I'm not going to let anybody hang here. And someone asked me the other day, Steve, why do you care about this? Can I talk about that real quick? I know what we do. Well, we help people license ideas. Pretty simple. How do you do it? Well, we do it with a proven system and great coaches that care about you. Why do we do it? Here's the big one, you guys. We do it because I know what it feels like. I know how remarkable that is. I know the rejections, and I know the success. I know what it feels like. I know what everything is about that. 
And that is the most amazing time. It changed my life. So InventRight is all about teaching you how to do it the right way. And when you're successful, I'm successful. You're successful. Everybody in our community is successful. It takes a community of people that support each other. I don't know of anybody out there that's by themselves. No, everybody has a team. Okay, there you go. There's my pitching. Okay, uh, the book is phenomenal. Joyful says, thank you very much, Harry. The book is phenomenal. Yes, and it gives you the steps. Thank you very much, you guys. I think it gives you all the steps. I think it's the best book out there in the world. Okay, is the banking crash going to affect the market? Richard, no. We're not letting that bank fail. There's no way we're going to let that bank fail. So that's not going to happen. Okay, and, and but the problem is all those people drive me crazy. All those people that jump ship drive me crazy. All those people, 3K is a lot. I love this. Fence first, $3,000 is a lot. It's nothing. <laughs> Let me explain why. You guys, this whole process doesn't take a lot of money. But if you're really serious about it, if you're really serious, if you're not serious, yeah, then $3,000 is a lot of money. Don't do it. Do not do it. Don't do it. If you're really serious, it's nothing. It's going to save you tens of thousands of dollars, but more than that, it's going to teach you how to become successful. But if, if you don't see the value in it, don't do it. Do not do it. Do something. Play golf. Whatever. Play, play, play. Be in, just do something else. But yes, when someone says it's a lot of money, I go, uh, you don't understand. Because that $3,000 is like taking one college class. Yeah. Yeah, that's taking a college class. So you need to invest in yourself. Anyway, great question. Okay. Even you're at five o'clock. Oh, oh, I am at five. You guys, I didn't get to all the questions. I think they're fantastic. I want to thank you all um, for coming on. I want to thank you all. I want to say this too. Um, thank you for watching. If you want to start out, you're not quite sure, read my book, One Simple Idea. That's that's $20, low investment. If you want things for free, keep on watching this channel. If you want even more information for free, go to InventRight Free Resources. There's over 500 companies looking for ideas. There's a bunch of stuff over there. Go over there. If you want to join with a group, people sometimes people like to join as a group. We have a program that's online just for groups. You meet twice a week with great coaches. If you want one-on-one -on -one for a year, yeah, that's the $3,500. $3, $3, if you want to test the test drive and see all the materials, that's $29 a month. So we got prices for everybody, you guys. But if if you think these are too too expensive, save your money. And um, but do not um, here. What did Veronica say? By student debt is $30,000. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys, here's the, here's the thing about money. Um, invested yourself. And you can do that many, many different ways. Um, but every, anybody that I know is that's successful in life has had a mentor, a coach, an advisor, internship, a professor, they didn't learn it just from a YouTube channel, right? We're trying our best, but the reality is it takes it takes a little bit more than just the channel. 
and I'm just being as honest as I can. Okay. All right, you guys, do you give me a lot of thumbs up down there? Uh, I, hey, if I don't get thumbs up, I'm not coming back, you guys. Did I get a couple thumbs up? Any thumbs up? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, great turnout, you guys. I really had a – what's that? It's up here. You have 50 people watching and 26 thumbs up. That's pretty good. Only 26? You guys are stingy. Stingy with the thumbs up. Stingy. Stingy. All right. James, thank you for uh, setting me up, you guys. I'll see you. Hopefully, I get to do this again. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. Um, but I, like I said, I, I could only do it for 30 minutes. So anyway, Andrew will be back next week. And please watch the videos. In fact, there's a good video coming out tomorrow. You guys, this product here is coming. The woman's coming out tomorrow, Jennifer. She's licensed three products, three products in a year. And this one is absolutely fantastic. And she's going to come. James, I think it's tomorrow. This video is tomorrow with Jennifer. You absolutely love it. So make sure to watch it. Give it a thumbs up. Tell your friends. Subscribe down below. I'll see you guys later. Bye.